Scatterbrain Podcast is brought to you by Metal Assault Records, Los Angeles, California. Scatterbrain Podcast and Metal Assault Records remind you to listen responsibly. Welcome to Scatterbrain Podcast, episode 95. The chicken. What's, that? What's new with you? Not much. Same old shit. Same old shit. You sound uh, a little tired of something today. Yeah, I guess you could say I'm tired. Yep. But um, so what's on the agenda for you? Oh man, just hanging out. Join the weekend. It's nice out. So just hanging out. Nothing really going on. I know you've got a search for a new place. I just I just threw out some stuff yesterday. So it's brand new. It's a weekend. So I can't expect anything yet. You just want to move quick, though. I'm sure that all that stuff goes kind of quick. Oh, I want to get it over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm antsy. You know, I'm just like a, getting wound yeah, up moving about sucks, it. dude. I hate it. You're all pretty much packed up and stuff, though, right? I mean, you're prepped. Yeah, just the main stuff like, you know, my bed and a couple dressers. No big deal. A couple lamps. Yeah. Uh, my guitars. I didn't want to put my guitars in storage quite yet, but. Yeah, I hear that's you. About, yeah. yeah, that's about it. I, like, everything is out of here. Uh, what's left? There's some kitchen stuff too, you know, like the microwave, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, all your essentials. You blast yeah. that out in a day. And you want to... I want to pack all that shit. I want to pack all that shit up too. But then I'm like, eh, what if I need that in the next few weeks? You know, so it yeah, sucks. You will. I just want to get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I, I hate moving, man. That's such a drag. It's a drag being less than a month and not knowing where I'm going. That's the worst part. And there didn't seem like there was much before the holiday. And then everything now seems like it all got expensive. I found some pretty cool places, but. A couple of them are way out there, like one's in Tierra Santa and one's, one's in Santee. Mm-hmm. Totally affordable. It's my own place, too. It's like, yeah, it's quite a fucking drive, though. I don't want to do that. Yeah, going out to East County might be a bit much for where you work, you know? Yeah. It's a, a long yeah. drive. It's Tierra Santa, maybe not so bad, because you can catch it at the good time and opposite of Tierra traffic, Santa's, usually. Tierra Santa is easy. It's a nice area, too, and it's not really that much further. So yeah. having issues with the... Getting the I forgot to send my insurance company the odometer readings, you know, for for the Camry. Yeah. And so that went, of course, to the DMV and I tried to re-register it. And it's like, you can't re-register it. I'm trying to figure out why can't I re-register my car? It, it's it is just now not registered, right? Mm-hmm. There's no reason why. I mean, I haven't had any that's not like it's in. been like six months or eight years or something, right? It's been well, it's current. been constantly insured and it's not on like planned not in operation. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then I saw I never go on my email, and that's a mistake. But then I saw in my email from like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, my insurance company saying, don't lose your benefits. Don't lose, you know, the, the yeah. savings that you're getting, blah, blah, blah. You need to send in your odometer readings. And so I sent it in. I'm thinking maybe that's what it is. So I scheduled an appointment with the DMV. And so I'm, I'm dreading having to fucking go to the DMV now too. It's like, oh God, I just, I hope it just kicks in and then I can try it online again. And it'll just register like the Buick. The Buick was no problem. I just did it online. Boom, done. But the camera's just been the holdup now. She's like, fuck, I got it running. Now I can't even register it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, so I got I got a lot of shit on my mind. Get my uh my fourth COVID vaccine next week. Oh, good. Too, so good. You could get go to some shows. Got that exact. Well, yeah. I figured I had to do it for the, the shows coming up in February. So yeah, yeah. You're not going to the uh what's in January? Oh, the cattle decapitation. You're not going to cattle decapitation in a couple well, weeks. I'm getting I'm getting my vaccine on the 22nd. So what day is that is that show? Oh, you'll miss it. It's the 18th. Of course, of course it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude, I got mine just in time. My booster just in time. We'll cut this part oh. out. Fucking a, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I went on, you know, went online to Rite Aid to get my. It's just right here, you know. Just walk over and get it done. 
And they don't even do COVID vaccine boosters anymore, any vaccines at all for, for COVID. They have like flu shots and all that shit. But uh, do CBS, like, man. I had no problems. The one over by me. I just did Walgreens. It's easy. You know? There you go. Yeah, I just got a lot of shit on my mind at the moment. So I'm a little bit in my own head, quite trying to think things out. I What's new with you? Oh, man, nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Moving on. So those that listen know most certainly that we are on Twitter at Scatterbrain Pod and on Instagram at Scatterbrain Pod SD as in San Diego. If you're listening, you found us somewhere, but you should follow us on the social media. Give us likes and all that good stuff and um, hopefully just help spread the word. Have you been listening to any podcasts lately, dude? Anything new? New podcast? Um, NFL yeah. Explained, but that's nothing you'd probably want to listen to. So just Not going so through much. rules, rules, changes of the NFL, things like that. I think it's interesting. It's history. So, But that's about it. I mean, nothing special. Is, is it only current stuff or is it talking about history and... and- well, history has history in regards to like current stuff, you know, so they have both. I see a lot of stats you know, like, like, <clears throat> like, why go for it on fourth down all the goddamn time now? You know, like these teams are like looking at these analytics, like what's the percentage that this works? So they'll just do it because the percentage say, you know, it's going to work. But that's not really how you play football. And just I mean, I don't know, just different things like that. You're like, where did the where did the quarterback sneak come from? You know, like. What, where did the name shotgun come from? That kind of shit. History, you know? That's cool. That sounds pretty interesting, actually. I mean, I like sports. I just don't follow, really, you know? I love watching, yeah. but I just don't have time. So those types of things, when they're talking about, you know, certain streaks or curtain players, I don't really follow just because I'm not really paying yeah. attention. But I love sports. I like football. History. It's about the history, too. Yeah. Like, Growing you know, up, I, do, you, do you know who the first NFL team was? The very first NFL team? I would have to guess someone like, the Bears or so close. Uh, it's, a card- like it's a fucking Cardinals. The Cardinals are the first NFL team. It's just like it blows me away still. So and people I know for hockey they've like got to- the the original six. So who are the originals for the NFL then? Well, it was started with the Bears and the Cardinals, and they were in uh, Chicago, both of them. And then I think the third one was Green Bay. Actually, I think the fourth one was the Giants. Yeah, I think that's right. And then the Washington Redskins. Six would be like uh, the brown, Browns or something like that. No, because be- the Browns, the Browns, the Browns were part of the the Browns and the Colts were part of the AAFL in the fifties. It was a whole different league. It was like a third league. No one ever talks about, and that's where like the 49ers, the Colts, the Browns. Yeah, that's where they came from. The Browns won like every championship but one in that division or in that league for the ten years they existed, and then NFL just absorbed that league, and then that's when the AFC popped up, gave them fits. And then they merged after 10 years. Yeah, NFL just absorbs everybody. You try to make a new league, and NFL will just take your take your teams and be done with it. But that's kind of interesting stuff. I mean, the Cardinals are the first team. It's just like, I don't know why that blows me away. When people say the Cardinals have never won a championship, and that's not true. They won like four in a row, like, well, the first few years of the existence of the NFL. But <laughs> so 100 like years ago or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, well, actually, you're right. It was 100 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it was 1920. Yeah. That's weird yep. to think the NFL has been around a hundred years. That's bizarre. It really is. It seems like a long time, but then it's not, you know, it seems like it's less than that for some reason. Huh? Anyway. Yep. So what are you listening to? Uh, admittedly, I haven't been listening to very much. Um, I've got kind of a few, a few favorites that I listen to. Of course, Marianne's is always funny. I'm listening to one called something about Wednesday, like Wednesdays were weird or Wednesdays we talked weird or something like that. That's a pretty fun one. It's kind of, they talk about, Kind of the stuff we would talk about, not metal, 
but just fun topics, you know, what, what, I, yeah. On Wednesday, let me see. I think on Wednesdays we talk weird. That's what it's called. Huh? So it's kind of funny. They kind of interesting kind of, I don't know. It would fit. It would get filed in the same part of the rack as scattering podcast. If they were in a, Oh, I see movie section, kind of, if you will. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, I have, I have listened to that. Marianne's Marianne's new episode. I've listened to that a few times. I think it's. Really oh, did I listen to it twice? It's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, <laughs> the beginning kills me. I'm like, I don't remember trying to summon the devil at all. No, what it was is you were reading her website because we were, and it had the, it was like the shell of the website, and so it had the ipsum lorem, whatever, whatever, and so you were reading oh. that, which is like that generic print that they do whenever they're trying to do typeset or show a font or something like that. Yeah, was I reading it backwards or something? No, you were just reading it, but with horrible pronunciation, I'm sure, and uh, yeah. making it what? sound like a great, like a great conjuring. So it sounded like it to me. I was like, "Wow, pretty funny." And then I, I, I don't know. Those. It was probably her brother. Although, if it was Mariano's good, good effort, good uh, shot too. She did something where, you know, her her music kicks in, the theme music kicks in. She she they dropped you right in again with the next phrase. It was pretty pretty good edit. Yeah, I liked it. That's good editing. Yeah, good job, thing, man. Yeah, right. One thing I want to mention is that those it seems like most people listening to us are on spotify and recently they added the ability to rate podcasts yeah so i thought i'd mention that so that way our lovely listeners can drop us those shiny stars and just uh yeah. you know inflate our egos and stuff like that well i want to make money at this sometime <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so next week that's when the the ads kick in. So our episodes will be like four hours long. And then oh, that's right. it'll be all ads. Well, hey, man, last week we spoke with Andrew from Metal Assault Records and Matt from Transplants Brewing. And we talked about the 12-year anniversary music fest for Metal Assault taking place at Transplants Brewing Company on February 2nd, and, or not 2nd, February 12th and 13th. Uh, it's two days of metal and beer. Sounds pretty fun. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a pretty good idea how they structured it to have each day different. You know, the first day kind of like the heavier death metal stuff and then the second day more hard rock i think that's kind of a good way of doing things don't you think yes i do actually you, yeah yeah well more, more, uh, metal assault has such a variety of artists signed with them it just seems like that would be the best way to get their demographic there some of these uh more rock bands may not appeal to certain people and having them back to back with some of these heavier acts might kind of mess up the flow a little bit you know so i think it's yeah. best for everyone I was listening to some of the acts that he has signed and he must be fairly discerning because they're all really good bands, actually. Oh, yeah, even, dude. Even the hard rock ones are fucking good. I was like, there's got to be a stinker in here somewhere, but I didn't really hear one. Did you? No, I mean, I, I'd, be, I'd be lying if I said that all of them were down my down my alley, that I would go to them all, you know, that he's got oh, so no, many I get bands it. on there. But yeah, I get no, it. dude, I mean, they're all good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? they are all good. Yeah, fermenter, fermenter is kind of a highlight for me, but so is um, so is another band from Brazil. I think they're, they're fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking with uh, someone today from from the band called Claustrophobia. Now I want to clarify: it's Claustrophobia with an F, right? C L A U S T R O F O B I A. I'm guessing that's the yeah. Portuguese spelling or something. But that that's worth noting because there's lots of claustrophobias out there. A lot of them. And um, it's also claustro with an O. It's spelled correctly because yes. there are ones that are spelled totally different than that even. Yeah, I had to muddle through a few of them. I'm like, what the hell? How come there's so many claustrophobias? But yeah, not PH. Pretty cool it's name. F. Yeah. It works. I kept yeah. looking up um, I kept looking up carnivore for some reason. And I was like, carnivore? Why am I doing carnivore? It's claustrophobia. But I kept doing that. But um, claustrophobia is definitely better than carnivore. <laughs> yeah. 
For those that don't know, Claustrophobia is a metal band from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and they were formed in 1994. And Ian, one of the favorite things about them is they're a three-piece. Three-piece? Three-piece, And piece, they're heavy yeah. as shit. They're so heavy. heavy. Yeah, what's interesting, I mean, so you'd call them death metal, right? I mean, pretty much. But yeah, a lot of their older stuff kind of tends towards the thrash side, huh? Kind of thrashy, but I some of it seemed almost industrial in a way didn't it yeah well there are some samples and some different things there but just right i mean it sounds like 90s 90s music in a way they've been around a while man i want to know how the hell handy got these guys yeah no kidding yeah. dude they're yeah pretty decent uh size act as well you know and they've toured with some big names maiden slayer they yeah they played actually oh, yeah. opened for slayer's last show in brazil which is pretty damn cool for any metalhead you know that's insane played that's with, awesome. with sepultura uh, Soulfly. In fact, one of their albums, at least around. a couple tracks, they had Andreas Kisser on there with them. They did? So, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, they've been yeah. around. Yeah, definitely. They've been played with all kinds of other bands. Buhuria, Napalm Death, Vader, Christian, Testament, Anthrax. Yeah, definitely cool. Huh. Uh, just like cur- us. Oh, yeah. Just like us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the current members are Ky- I'm going to butcher this, but Kyle? Kai. I don't know, C-A-I-O, D'Angelo, he's on drums. And they listed him as effects as well. So that's probably the stuff you're picking up on. Yeah. We got Marcus D'Angelo on guitars and vocals. And I noted that they have the same last names. Maybe they're brothers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Rafael Yamada on bass. Could be they're not brothers too, though. Remember? Because a cryptic sure. mutation, I was like, same yeah. relation to the guy from Hellstar. And he's like, no, nah, man, a lot of people down here are named the same name, you know, Could last names, but these names. Uh, Kyle and Marcus played in a couple other bands together, though. So they definitely they're brothers. known each other. Yeah. They're brothers. <laughs> we're, we're cousins. They could be like the Death Angel guys, or aren't they all cousins or something like that? So they used to be, yeah. So now they got two white guys in there. But yeah, maybe they are cousins, actually. It's another question to ask. I didn't even think of. So stay tuned. And coming up next is Marcus. Vocals and guitars from Claustrophobia. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, well, today is volume two in our Metal Assault Records series. I'm super stoked for this series, guys, because uh, we're building up some excitement to the upcoming uh, Metal Assault Records 12-year anniversary fest. All right. Not only is this our first foray into kind of a cross-promotion kind of thing as a media partner (laughs) and all that, we just get to talk to some great guests and uh, learn new things. So uh, last week, we talked with Andrew from Metal Assault Records, and we'd like to welcome him back. And for the first time, we want to welcome Marcus from Claustrophobia. Um, All right. Yeah, you guys are from Brazil, right? Yes. And um, you guys are going to be playing for the Metal Assault Records Fest. Uh, Andrew, can you kind of just give us the quick lowdown again on uh, the event details and where people can get tickets and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, good to be back on the Scatterbrain podcast. Thank you for having me again two weeks in a row. Hope people don't uh, end up getting sick of me by the time we are done with all this. Um, but to answer your question, the festival uh, anniversary festival weekend is February uh, 11 to 13, which starts with a pre-party in Long Beach on February 11th. And then we have the main festival February 12th and 13th. Um, the pre-party tickets are on Eventbrite, <laughs> and then the tickets for the main fest are on transplantsbrewing.com. Um, and yeah, in case I didn't mention, yeah, the weekend, uh, the February 12th and 13th uh, festival is at Transplants Brewing in Palmdale. 
um, which will have full lineup from basically mid-afternoon until, you know, midnight. So it's going to be a lot of killer heavy music. Claustrophobia is headlining the Saturday. So that's like more of like the <clears throat> extreme metal slash speed metal day um, in terms of the style um, of, you know, across the board for that day. So yeah, um, definitely very stoked for that. And um, yeah, people should definitely get on those tickets ASAP. Uh, they're pretty, pretty reasonable as we talked about on the last episode. So yeah, they're like 20 bucks per night. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, um, what, what time are the doors going to open for the event? I think it's uh, 3.30 on both days for uh, for the fest. Yeah, so first band goes on at 4, and then last band, like, around 11 or something like that. So it'll be, like, I mean, it won't be nonstop, but it'll be, like, a lot of music, you know, over the course of that time. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks amazing. I'm uh, planning on trying to get up there. It's a bit of a drive, but I'm <laughs> see if i could drag you know yeah <laughs> oh no we're yeah. going we're going we're going yeah yeah and it's cool there's a, there's gonna be a beer release and everything as you guys alluded to so that's that's really really cool yeah yeah definitely yeah. um there'll be a metal assault themed beer called sound mind which is a lighter a lower alcohol uh, ipa which is still pending like an official announcement so again you guys get like a little exclusive on that so yeah like that should be should be fun and hopefully that will something that's something that'll stick even beyond the festival which i can carry on doing at least at transplants and maybe even at other places you know if possible and then just so uh, no one forgets about you marcus can you tell us uh, who you are and everything they put a voice to your name yeah man first of all thank you very much to to having me here thank you andrew for the opportunity and it's a pleasure for me to be here talking about claustrophobia about the festival. We are pretty new here in the United States. So this show, this event is gonna be really important for us. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity to, to play for, for the real metal scene in LA, you know, in, in California. So, and this opportunity to be talking here with you guys. So thank you so much about that. And very excited, man, very excited. <laughs> Have you relocated to, to Southern California from Brazil now? Actually, we are living in Las Vegas. Oh, that's close. That's close. Yes. It's three hours and a half, four hours from here to California. The first idea would be move to, to California, from Brazil to California. But we had some opportunities here in Las Vegas. It was something like by the chance, you know. So was a good choice. You know, it's cheaper to live here. Living cost here is little bit cheaper, you know, and we are still close of California, which is very important because the, the music scene in California is, is really cool, you know, metal scene. So it's not bad, you know, we are happy here and we can drive anytime, three, four hours. We are very close. So very excited to, to be part of the festival, to be part of the Metal Assault Rooster. Yeah, I can't that's wait amazing. See, I can't wait to see Claustrophobia, definitely. Yeah, you Thank guys you. Uh, definitely kick ass now. Okay, you do. Um, uh, you guys are a three-piece, right? Yes. We okay. were in fourth piece for many years, but we are in, became a trio uh, four years ago. And it's I much like better now. I yeah, like it's much pieces, better. Less, less, less people, less trouble. <laughs> and, and, and you play oh. you play guitar and sing, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, three-piece is better. Yeah, man. And it's more raw, you know? It's more raw. I think we can... 
feel more the, the roots of the band now, you know. So two guitars, it's good. It's good when you have another guitar, but but the the, the another piece should be a hundred percent on it, you know. So otherwise, it's better you be trio and everybody focus and everybody working hard to make this the music happens, you know. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. You guys are heavy as hell, man. I mean, you guys you would call each you call you guys death metal, but I noticed from the earlier stuff, there's a lot of thrash in there. Yes. Um, how would you if someone said to you, hey Marcus, um, hey, play heavy metal, that's cool. What do you guys like? What kind of music is it? How would you describe the music of claustrophobia? Man, it's really hard. It's really hard. Because our main influences are, of course, a classic heavy metal like Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden, but you know, it's not a, the main influence. I think after Sepultura in Brazil, of course, we became our main influence in the 90s because we were kids and, and you know, Sepultura was really, really big at the time. And so that's the main influence. But we have a lot of influence of Brazilian style, Brazilian metal, you know, Brazilian metal scene that kind of thrash death metal really fast but at the same time the groovy from brazil is very strong in our music and we, we like that you know we we don't don't want to sound like american band or european band with all my respect of course and i think the the american thrash metal and death metal from 90s is our main influence too so I, but i, I definitely hear yeah yeah but i i'm, I'm not sure if I can call, I can say we are 100% death metal band, you know. It's so hard. We like to, to play like death metal or more old school and thrash metal from 90s, you know, and a lot of groovy, you know. I like bands like Biohazard, for example, you know. Right. So I think that's it. It's, it's pretty hard, but a kind of Brazilian death thrash metal, you know, with groovy and... Yeah, it's quality, it's quality thrash metal is what it is. Sure. Yeah, I've heard of you guys for a long time. I'm an old time metalhead myself, but you guys are kicking ass. I can't wait to see you guys. And uh, I hear definitely a lot of uh, thrash metal, like Dan was saying. Like I heard a lot of Sepultura influences. But um, yeah, are you do you consider that you're getting you're getting heavier now? Is that what's going on? Yes, I think we are more more heavier than uh, classic thrash metal. You know, it's. It's between thrash, the, the thrash metal from 90s and the death metal from 90s, something like that. You know, it's it's pretty hard, you know. But we I don't I don't think like uh, like that when I composing nowadays, you know. So sure. just doing riffs and and feeling and we have a very close, how can I say the drummer is my brother, you know. So so we are like oh. twins, you know, yeah, we are like twins playing together, you know. So there you go, Dan. It's, yeah, that's awesome, too, because you get to travel with family. I mean, as you're traveling and touring and stuff, at least you got your brother with you. you know, that's great. Yeah, I think that's the that's why we are we're alive, still alive, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because at, at the same time, it, it helps a lot. But but at the same time, when we, we fight, it, it's it's worse, you know, you know, because it's uh, so. But we never I never give back for my brother. So. We never gave up. And so I think that's the secret, you know. And we, we love the music we do, you know. That's our lifestyle. It's not only, you know, we don't play the band just because we like metal. It's the passion. It's a, it's a real love with metal music, you know, with the band. Yeah. So 
Yeah. It's one of the things about metal that's so awesome is most people that enjoy metal that listen to it for a long time or into it are so passionate. I mean, you, Andrew, I mean, that's one of the things that caught my attention is you're always doing stuff. You're always promoting constantly something. How did you connect with claustrophobia? I mean, I, I, how did that happen? That's admittedly, you guys are, I mean, have shared the stage with some pretty big names. So that's a really nice, uh, nice thing to be able to do, Andrew. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. It's kind of like, it's fitting that you asked too, because it has a San Diego connection to it as well. Actually, it was Dylan from Beekeeper and Fermenter that we were on a phone call a while ago, some point last year, where he mentioned that that he knows uh, claustrophobia. I mean, I think they might have played some shows together or something of that sort. And he was suggesting that claustrophobia would be a good fit for Metal Assault Records. And I, I looked into that and I tended to agree with it because they have that international flavor that they bring, even though like now they're headquartered in the US, but I mean, still obviously very much Brazilian band at heart and with their style and everything else. So that was one thing. And then secondly, I didn't, I don't think I really had any other bands on the roster that were like in that style of like death metal meets thrash metal, plus with the added Brazilian uh, touch to it, you know? And um, so, the, yeah, I mean, I thought those uh, those are the reasons why it was like a good fit, in my opinion. Plus, thinking about it from the band's perspective, um, I thought that um, since they are now in the kind of like new in the U.S. market, so to speak, like they could um, also think of a Metal Salt Records as a good fit for them being a U.S., mainly a predominantly U.S. label, you know. Because obviously in Brazil, they already have like a lot of history and they're very well established over there. So uh, now they're trying to do that here on their own, like in the U.S., you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, um, it was just a combination of all those factors that um, led me into kind of getting introduced to them, to Marcus. And then we had a nice conversation from there via email and zoom and a bunch of other things and then yeah we made it happen you know so here we are about what like pretty much almost exactly two months away from the album release unleashed uh, is the name of the album comes out march 11th and we already put out two singles we put out the first single um, late last year called um, neuro massacre and then we put out the second single actually just this last uh, weekend, um, which features Mark Rizzo, who was formerly a member of Soulfly and Conspiracy <laughs> and all that. So again, oh, bringing you know bringing that Brazilian connection in there. So yeah, yeah. you know, um, yeah. Mark Rizzo rips. Yeah, oh yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Marcus, I mean, you guys. Like the long story short, for you about how I started working with Claustro. You know. Yep. Go ahead. I got some Go silly questions. I got some questions about Sepultura. Yeah, well, I noticed that uh, you guys have done done some work with Andreas as well. Yes, um, Sepultura. Yes, I and... know Andreas a long time since I remember our first demo tape in 1996. We we sent him our demo tape, and he liked the band, and he he talked about the band in TV programs and in Brazil uh, magazines, and then since since then we we had some contacts, you know, and then he he really. He really likes the band, and we composed the song together in 2000, 2015. Yeah, in our in the Download Hatred album. So, yeah, man, we have a 
a good connection with Andreas and Sepultura. Man, he is really good guy. He's a hero in Brazil, you know, a guitar hero and very humble guy too, you know. It's an example for us. So that's really cool. So I think that's it. I have a little bit contact with Igor Cavalera and Max Cavalera also, but not that much like Andres because they moved to the U.S. before Andres still live in Brazil, you know. So, but man, so, that's it, you know. It's a lot of, uh, for me, it's, I, I'm flattered to be the respect from him, you know. So it's really cool. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, what music do you like better, the new Sepultura or the Caballero Brothers stuff? Oh, man, so hard, man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man, don't do it. Because <laughs> Dan and I are in a conflict about this because he's, he's the, you know, the old Sepultura mind, and I like it all, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. No, for me, the, the Sepultura from, from until Roots, for me, it's amazing, you know, that's changed my life. So, for obviously, it's my my favorite time of the band of course after that i like a, a couple of albums not everything and it's the same thing for cavalera or soulfly you know i don't like all the albums but i like some some songs and some tracks some albums i like the prophets i like the dark age i think very solid style of soulfly i like yeah. the first i like the first cavalera conspiracy too because it's good because they they are playing together. You no, know? doesn't matter. I, I'm not expect expecting another chaos ADR rise. It's it's impossible, you know. So yeah, but yeah. but I lo a lot of respect from my my side for both because they are here. You know, they are working. They are doing music. I know it's so hard. Even they are bigger, but it's so hard. You keep you keep inspired and doing this, going to the road. You know, doing what you love. So for me, that really matter you know so but of course the old sepulture for me is much better and i can talk about this with andres or the guys normally because i'm a fan first of all so it's my right you know you win this round dan yeah. <laughs> i'm always yeah. right you know that Ian. yeah so marcus do you play any other instruments besides guitar yeah man i, I love to play drums i love to play drums I have some side projects with my brother and my brother loves to play guitar. So, and, and actually on Claustro, we, we like to, sometimes we compose new, uh, new songs with me on drums and my brother on guitars, you know, just to, to change a little bit the point of view of to, to write a riff or create something new, you know, because sometimes you do all this, always the same, always the same and put the drums. No, we try to, to switch and see how it works and then i improve his riffs and he improve my drum beats you know so it's really cool to do and we we do a lot actually that's great to hear a collaborative style sometimes people write it all and that's that's okay too because that's just it's a one way it's you know it's a creative outlet and you know the outcome is whatever people enjoy yeah but it, it is it is nice that's sort of how ian and i play together is our stuff kind of we do the same thing, bring something to the table. Oh, it's kind of cool. I've got an idea for lyrics or whatever. And that's really cool. Um, Andrew, with regard to, I guess, the live stuff, I know that, that you have, you're, you're helping coordinate getting bands playing and getting in front of people. But how much does Metal Assault uh, deal with like the production? Is it mostly like a marketing and a distribution kind of thing? Or and I, I don't mean if that's out of line or rude, you know, but I'm just wondering oh, how um... this type of thing works. No, I mean, in, um, 
at this point of the label, like I'm not at a point where like I have like my own studio where bands can come in and record or anything like that. Um, plus, I think these days with the way technology has advanced and just like recording equipment and just like software and whatever uh, it entails, it's it's allowed bands to like do their own recordings um, in an efficient and affordable way. So right now, the way that I have everything set up is bands do their own recording to like with whoever they prefer and wherever they want to do it. If they're doing it in their own studios or if they're working with somebody. And then when they submit the album to me, that's when I start my work, you know, like basically like planning the release and then trying to come up with the best uh, physical formats and merch bundles and all that stuff. And like the other big thing that I give a lot of importance to um, and something that I do on my own side, which maybe a lot of other labels don't is um, just like the live the booking, you know, like for live performances, doors. Setting the shows. That's a big part of it. Yeah, definitely. Like for me, that's like the most important thing because we are, I mean, relatively in an underground scene, you know, like trying to um, reach as many people as possible. So I think the best way to do that is like to, for the bands to get out there and play and tour. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm delighted that Claustrophobia will be doing the festival gig in February and we also have more stuff planned for later in the um, um, soon after that, like around the release of the album and, you know, beyond. So that's also one of the reasons why I did sign them, because based on what I talked, uh, how we talked uh, before the signing, they were very keen to be like playing live and touring. And they have already done some U.S. touring in the past, too. So, you know, yeah. uh, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, but yeah, to. Um, I guess it's a roundabout way of answering your question, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I'm not like as of right now, like I'm not like dictating the recording aspect in terms of like you know having a studio per se or sure. um, anything of that sort. But you know, maybe someday that'll happen, but maybe it's not required, you know, in this day and age. So mm-hmm. yeah, I see. Get, so Marcus, you had show. already relo- you had already relocated to Las Vegas, and you were in the states already and had recorded the album already. Yes, we we recorded the last album we recorded in LA actually. In who produced was a Brazilian producer which lives in LA. His name is Adair Adair Dolphenbach. He's used to produce more uh, heavy metal stuff like melodic, you know. Uh, and then we, I know I know him a long time, and we we had the the wish to work together, but we didn't have the opportunity and now was perfect. And he was looking for something heavier, you know, to produce too. He's more high tech kind of concept. And we were, we are more analog, let's say like that. Mm -hmm. So we were looking for something more new or modern. I don't know. I don't like this term, but a better term like modern. And he was looking for something more organic, you know? So I think we, we meet each other. We met each other in the middle, and we had a really good, really good job. He did a really good job, and he's Brazilian too, which was important for now. We we like this because he knows how they value it for us. You know how it's it's hard for us, so he helped a lot to make it happen. You know, uh, Andrew was talking about the label, and I think for us was perfect 
to sign with Metal Assault, you know, because we have a history. We could fit any major label, but, you know, after so many years, for some reason, we didn't have a really contract for 10 years, for example, you know, like bands like Sepultura or Crazy Young, you know. And for that reason, I think we have a freedom, you know. And so it's really important for us to keep this freedom. So when we met all assault for us, it's it's perfect, you know. When I met Andrew and I know when I knew the, the label at, through through Wendy from Beekeeper. And I start to pay attention in the label and in his job and Andrew's job. And then this, this match with my values about music, about art, art, you know? So I think that's why it's very, you know, it's perfect. I think it fits perfect for us now. So we work together, you know? We keep our freedom. We can do whatever we want. Of course, we can ask for advice. We can talk about that. So it's really good, man. I'm very happy and very excited with the near future. <laughs> really cool. Awesome. So I think you guys you are a great live, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you seen any yeah. of their stuff, Ian? <laughs> no, no, I haven't watched any, any of you. No, I've been, I've been uh, jonesing out on their music, though, all weekend. So, yeah. Well, you guys toured in February, right? Or not February. Um, last year in Florida, right? Was it in October? Yes. We, we, yeah, we played a short tour just to to play because it was almost two years without hit the state, you know, so man, it's, it's so crazy, you know, so we had the opportunity to, to do this, those shows and we did and was cool, you know, was cool. It's a little bit hard because after a pandemic state, it's everything's different now. It's changing, you know, people are not a hundred percent trust to get out, you know, even in Florida, they, they don't care about the virus, but <laughs> <laughs> but was really cool, you know. We didn't play since February 2020. Our last show before the pan- pandemic was with Soulfly here in Vegas. So it was when Mark Rizzo offered to to make a, a special guest. But before in 2019, we we played a lot of shows in the United States. That was really 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 good, you know. We played. We played two tours. One tour with a Californian band from San Diego, um, Gravespell. And never heard of them. Never heard of Gravespell. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Gravespell. And after that, we tour with Master. You know the band Master from eighties. Oh yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. And it was really, really, really good tour for us. You know because we didn't have any album released yet. We are really new here, and it was a really good opportunity. So it was really good. And the first show of that tour, when we played with Beekeeper in San Diego and we became friends and it's a really good band. We'd never forget really cool performance they had. So that's why when I see their album on Instagram and then I ask it, oh, what about this, your label, man? It's really good job. And then he talking about Andrew and Dylan make the con- made the connection and here we are, man. That's cool. Yeah, beekeeper kicks ass, man. So does Fermenter. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah man. I love that style. I love, uh, man. The drummer yeah. is amazing. The the singer, that lady is really cool, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I discovered them sort of randomly at um, probably the same place maybe you played with a place called Brick by Brick. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they played with, um, I think it was Warbringer. All right. And, and I didn't know who they were. I'd kind of heard of them and didn't know who they were. And that's kind of the best way to just, dis- 
to discover a band I found because you have no expectation, right? If someone tells you, oh, you should go check this band out. They're awesome. You go and you expect to see an awesome band. Yes. But yes. when you go and you have no idea and you just watch and they just, by the end of it, I was just like amazed. And I was like, man, these, I love this. I love this. Yeah. Beekeeper is yeah. awesome. Yeah. It sure. was the same for me. We, we went to, it was the first show of the tour. First show we didn't expect, expected nothing. And I, I didn't know. And then when I, I watched the show, oh, my gosh, <laughs> they're brutal, man. <laughs> yeah. You guys got the show with Andrew coming up on the February 12th, and you've got a new album coming out in March. Yep. So you got to be setting up some tours or something. I can't wait to hear what you guys have in the works. Is there anything you can tell us, or is that still top secret? Yeah, actually, it's the beginning, and Andrew. We are starting to talk about that, actually. We are planning some shows for the like our release parties for the, the release. And we are close to, to talk about a tour, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely cooking something up. Um, I just got basically got done with like finishing up the booking for the Old Blood Tour, which got announced um, like this week or, or well, well, when people hear it, it'll be like a week ago. Um, and yeah, like now I'm starting to map out the bookings for other uh, tours which include the claustrophobia tour so yeah definitely that'll start happening very very quickly and we'll make announcements as we go along you know um definitely that's like one of the major like goals uh, to get them on tour you know can't wait to hear it the singles are really good oh Um, i thank you yeah so i'm looking forward to seeing you guys play on the 12th uh we're gonna make the drive and fully if i can Russell, my Russell, Russell, you know, I always blame Ian. It's probably me too, but I always blame Ian. It's more fun that way. But um, yeah, I want to thank you guys for joining us. And is there, is there anything you could tell us how to find you online, um, how to find your music, any of that? Yeah, man, I think the things are happening, you know, so the show is going to be like uh, pre-release of the album, you know, so the album will come out March 11th, right? Man, we are getting ready for this show you know this show is really important for us really important maybe one of the most important shows for us here in the us because it's our label now every band of the label almost every band's label will be there another band to like uh void vader i i knew the guys here in las vegas they're really cool band so for us it's gonna be a really good opportunity to get stronger you know the ties with the label and with all the followers of the label and and bring our our friends and our fans for all of this too, you know. So we're really excited with this opportunity. Very thankful for Andrew to having us in a really good spot, you know. Well, we'll be there and we're going to drag a bunch of our friends with us, right, Dan? You're my only friend, Ian. I don't talk. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just to uh, finish up on what you were asking, uh, the claustrophobia band camp page has the pre-orders for the, for the album. So people can find it there. And the band is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. And yeah. um, The other thing I wanted to mention also, which is super cool. And again, I think this is something we haven't fully like announced in detail yet, but it's happening for sure is, the one of the sponsors for the festival is Orion Symbols, so yeah. that's actually a company that's um, uh, already endorsed by um, Marcus's brother, the drummer of Claustrophobia. So he is the one who got 
who got them involved in the festival. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be sponsoring a, a full drum kit for all the bands, to, uh, all the drummers to be playing. And at the end, they're going to do a giveaway for like a, a very nice uh, Mega Bell ride symbol, which yep. one of the drummers will win. One of the drummers will play um, the kit. So it's super cool for all the drummers and it's nice to have like a proper like sponsor involved in the uh, in the festival. And also they're looking for more um, representatives like to endorse them. So that'll be sure. an opportunity for other bands on the label and even non-label bands, you know, that are playing. So, yeah, just uh, definitely wanted to mention that on the on this interview. You know? That's cool. This is certainly yep. shaping out to just be awesome. <laughs> there's something for everyone between the two nights i think it was i was telling ian before we jumped on this that i think the way you organized it with sort of one night being a heavier night the second night being more of a traditional metal and classic or not classic hard rock kind of thing it just gives their metal assault has such a variety of artists uh that span all kinds of sounds that it, it it's a good way to do it because each band gets to have the best result for them it's very hard, I think, to sometimes follow up. And I'm, I'm not going to say about it. I think Ian and I have talked about it before on this podcast, but I've seen bands try to follow Warbringer. And yeah. it's kind of a tough one when it's not, doesn't carry that same intensity for you. And if you're there for something more aggressive, it can let them down. And not to say that that band isn't good in the correct context with not following Warbringer, you know? So I think that's a really, really good way of doing it. And it's just shaping up. There's something for everyone. It looks like the... Location Transplants Brewing Company. The spot looks killer. I've seen the pictures. The stage looks awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can't wait to check it out. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been really, I've been cranking claustrophobia all weekend, just preparing for this. And I'm like, I, I used, I heard you guys in the, in the 90s, because I'm an old guy. I'm 53 almost. And, you know, I grew up in the, in the early 80s, the beginnings of thrash metal and everything. So I heard mm -hmm. of you guys when you, you came out in 94, right? Yes, I was. 13 years old when I found the band. Holy shit. Okay, uh, that yeah. was my next question. Okay, uh, wow. That's yes. impressive. Yeah, wow, it's, kept... it, because it sounds it sounds like old, you know, we sounds like an old band, but I'm still young, I think. Not that young, you know. I I'm 40 now, 41 actually. <laughs> and... Oh my god, I'm old. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> but Jeez. you know, I'm still feel, you know, really young to do this, you know. So but the first album we 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 released only 2000 so but the band the band exists since 1994 well, you guys are great I, I think you guys are great and i'm oh, i'm you. gonna drag a few people up there um to see the show are you guys gonna be playing first or last or you're the headliner right last you're a headliner right? i think less right Andrew? yeah that, yeah saturday they'll be playing at 11 p.m so they'll be headlining that night yeah all right okay All right. so i gotta get my rest all right yeah get your rest dude because this will be getting home at fucking three in the morning so <laughs> yeah me too man <laughs> yeah. well hey guys thank you so much for joining us again i really appreciate your time on a sunday and, and talking with us and can't wait to hear you guys play live it's gonna be awesome thank you oh, yeah man, thank you guys hey what's up with the uh, brazilian connection dan man brazil is metal they are metal. That's all I'm going to say. Brazil. We, we, we've interviewed metal, 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 metal from Brazil like crazy. It's what, man, in Texas, and that's about it. Brazil yeah, is metal. metal. Yeah, that's the name of this episode, Ian. Brazil's metal. <laughs> okay, you got yeah, it. Yeah, man. A lot of good bands in Brazil, man. A lot of good bands. It's really yeah, cool. The metal is very yeah. strong there, yeah. Very yep. strong, yeah. 
Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much, Marcus. Thank you, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much from my heart. Thank you, Andrew, for making it happen to you. Man. And yeah. man, it's a pleasure for me. You can count on us anytime, anytime. We are here for metal. So I support everybody who support metal, you know, so we are together. Yeah. Right on. Are we good, Dan? Yeah, I think we're good. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> We'll